Welcome to the Every Believer Witness Podcast. This is Evan Finch, and I'm glad you have joined us today. I believe you'll be blessed as Dennis shares. Will God answer your prayers? Dennis shares about how to be confident in the power of your prayers. Hello, and thanks again for joining us as we continue and actually conclude today our study on the importance of spend time talking with God each day. And we've been talking about prayer and aspects of prayer and ways to pray. Uh, I, we spent a couple of podcasts talking about just some personal illustrations, perhaps to give you some thoughts and ideas, not to hold myself up as a, as a preeminent model. But today, I want to get really, really personal with you. And here's the thought that I think many people struggle with. I don't really feel like God is going to answer my prayers. Um, my prayers aren't very important. My prayers aren't very powerful. I mean, I'm afraid right now. I'm discouraged now. I'm not. I'm struggling my Christian life right now. My prayers just aren't. My prayers aren't worth very much. Well, I want you to notice when James said in four two. He didn't put all these qualifications on it. He said, you do not have because you do not ask God. And so that is a true statement. And when you are having, and I'm having, these thoughts about all these problems in my life, these challenges, I'm struggling, I'm afraid, I feel God, will he really answer me? I have a really good uh, word for you from the word. And here it is. In James 5, 16, the same guy who said, you don't have because you don't ask, said, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. And this is one of the best ways to understand just how powerful your prayers are. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Now, as we're going to talk about a little further, righteousness means, in this case, you're a child of God and you're walking with God. And to help you really understand this and make it personal for you, think about the circumstances of Elijah. Uh, it says this in verses 17 and 18. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. It did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed and the heavens gave rain. Now, I want you to notice I've highlighted some words here. They're not highlighted in Scripture, but I want to zero in on this. Elijah was a man just like us. You struggle in your walk with God? Elijah did. Uh, you battled depression? Elijah did. Uh, you, you just sometimes are ready to give up and quit? Elijah did. Uh, and so the, the focus on the prayer of a righteous person, he then doesn't give us some example of a perfect saint, he gives us the example of Elijah. Uh, and so whatever kind of things you struggle with, kind of things that Elijah struggled with. Uh, the fact is, there are really only two conditions on our part to have our prayers answered. And here they are. Stay close and clean. That is, don't let sin sit in my life. That's why we talked about so many podcasts ago before we ever got to Bible study and prayer about dealing with sin in our life immediately because 
The Bible says this, if I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. And so if in my life I'm holding on to something I'm doing, some kind of actions, whatever they may be, that I know are not pleasing to God, if I've got things coming out of my mouth from cursing to dirty jokes to gossip to slander to lying, anything come out of my mouth, and I know it's not pleasing to God, then, then that's cherishing it and keeping it in my heart and my life. But more important, I think, than what we do and what we say even is what we think. Because you see, people can see what I do and what I say, but God knows what I think. My wife doesn't know. My best friends don't know. But God knows. And if I am letting impure and unwholesome thoughts stay in my mind, that's cherishing sin. And so I want prayers answered. Um, I mentioned you many times, I'm married to one of the most wonderful, sweet, godly women that's ever been on the face of the earth. I'm so blessed to have her as my wife. Um, and and probably 99.9% .9 of the time, if there's a dispute, it's my fault. But whether it was her fault, that one-tenth of 1%, maybe one-hundredth of 1%, but whatever the case, when we would have a fuss and I wasn't sweet and loving and godly and kind to her, uh, more times than once, I'd, I'd go to another room or I would leave or something, and we're not going to talk about this anymore. And I would come to this verse about 1 Peter 3, which says, men, treat your wives right so your prayers aren't hindered. Because if I'm not treating her right, I'm holding on to sin in my life. And I have literally said this to God many times over the years. Praise God. I haven't said it lately. I hope I won't have to. But many a time we'd have a fuss. I'd say, oh, God, you've got me over a barrel. I've got to go back and make this right. Why? Because if I cherish sin in my heart, God won't hear my prayers. So here's the first condition is that we stay close and clean. But here's the second one. Faith. Faith. Um, the Bible says, remember, Jesus said it. It's recorded in the Bible. If you believe, you'll receive whatever you ask in prayer. And the fact is, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Uh, as I'm reading through the New Testament these days in my daily Bible reading, I'm so impressed again and again. Jesus would do miracles, and yet unbelievers, they, they just wouldn't accept it. They, they would decide, to, we, we know he's done a great miracle, but we want to get rid of him. See, sometimes people say, show me a sign I'll believe. No, that's clearly in the Bible, not true. It takes faith. We have to exercise our faith and salvation that Jesus did die for my sins. He was punished for me. He did rise from the dead. And if I'll trust him, surrender my life to him, receive him, he'll forgive me and make me a new person and give me eternal life. You have to have saving faith. But then once we become a child of God, we have sustaining faith and we have to have faith in our prayers. Uh, if I don't really have faith that God's going to answer my prayers, like I was praying those prayers for me with Jane, for my wife, for my children, if I don't really believe that, you know, it's like throwing a coin in a wishing well. Well, I hope this or I wish this. But God wants us to exercise faith. So, let's get 
more personal right now and talk about you. Um, where are you in your prayer life these days? As I mentioned, some of you way ahead of me. Where are you in your personal walk with God today? Don't you want to have your prayers answered? Be able to pray bold prayers and persistent prayers and see God answer those prayers? He can. He wants to. He will if you'll stay close and clean and pray in faith. I read a poem some years ago, don't remember who wrote it, and I just wrote down a few stanzas of it. And I might could quote it, but I'd probably stumble. So I'm going to read it to you. And I want you to listen to this. It's entitled, Can God Answer Prayer Today? And I want to personalize it, Will God Answer My Prayers Today? This would be a good way to pray and a good way to think. The God that stopped the sun on high and rained the manna from the sky, laid flat the walls of Jericho and put to flight, O Israel's foe, why can't he answer prayer today? He can if we believe it when we pray. He turned the water into wine, healed a helpless crippled spine, commanded the tempest, peace, be still. And hungry multitudes did fill. His power is still the same today if we believe it when we pray. He conquered in the lion's den, brought Lazarus back to life again. He heard Elijah's cry for rain and freed the sufferers from their pain. If he could do those wonders then, let's prove our mighty God again. Why can't the God who raised the dead, gave little David Goliath's head, cast out demons with a word, yet seized the fall of a single bird? Why can't he do those things today? He can, if we believe it when we pray. I want to encourage you. Pray bold, persistent prayers. The two conditions, stay close and clean and believe when we pray. God bless you. We want to encourage you to help us train more and more believers to share the good news of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Your gifts to the ministry help us do that as well as produce these podcasts and other training videos. Will you consider a tax-deductible gift to every believer or witness? Thank you.